0: You're listening to a podcast from Grace Church in Salado, Texas. For more information and resources just like this, visit us online at gracesalado.com. All right, well, hello and welcome to the Grace Church Salado podcast. My name is David Laws, and I'm joined by Jason Goings, the pastor of preaching and vision here at Grace. Jason, thanks for jumping in.
1: Yeah, good day.
0: Uh, Excited to get into the verse this week. We're still going through Psalm uh, 145. Uh, but before we jump in, if this is your first time listening, I uh, want you to know that we do this podcast every week so that you would come away loving God's Word more, knowing how you can take what you're reading in Scripture and apply it to your daily life. So that's the goal. Uh, and the verse that we're looking at this week is in Psalm 145, verse 10, and it says, All your work shall give thanks to you, O Lord, and all your saints shall bless you. Uh, so, Jason, we're still uh, going through uh, Psalm 145, and uh, just kind of a continuation from the last couple of weeks. So, maybe give us a bird's eye view of uh, of the context, just kind of a reminder of what's happening.
1: Well, the only, the, I guess the the context would be important if you've not been following. But um, if you've not been following, David is leading. Um, he's he's singing a song. He's he's, he's saying this. This is a God worthy of all. And so we as a church have been memorizing uh, this chunk of of a chapter. And, you know, it's good to memorize all of God's word, whether it's verse by verse or different verses around. But, but this year in our life verses, there's going to be times throughout the year we're learning a chunk. And this is a chunk. And this is a chunk that's actually coinciding with our sermon series. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all it doesn't usually God. play out yeah. like that. And so the first, uh, part of the series, we were looking at Psalm 19, which is the first part of Psalm 19 says the handiwork declares the glory of God. And, um, and so, and the stars reveal his, his glory and his majesty and stuff. So, um, so here very similar, we see in Psalm 145, all the verses we've been memorizing up to verse 10, uh, have been pointing us in that direction. And so that's, what's that's what's happening at, you know, here in the context. So.
0: Yeah, so when we zoom in, try and figure out what's happening in this particular verse, verse 10, what are some of the things that, that stand out to you?
1: Yeah, so uh, it is a Psalm 19 sort of thing going on here, but I read this morning when I was looking at this verse, and I, I read this comment from Charles Spurgeon. You know, I like to to go to the, the go to the dude every now and then. But he said this about this text. He said, there's something about every creature— that returns honor to God. The skill, the kindness, power manifested in the formation of each living thing is praise of God. When observed by an intelligent mind, the Lord is honored. Some works praise Him by their being and others by their well-being. Some by their mere existence and others by their hearty resolve. I like that. Like even when we're not intentionally you know, um, glorifying God, there's something in, in just us as his creatures that's bringing him glory that maybe we're not even recognizing. Um, but it, it, when I read that comment and thought about this verse, I, I can't help, but to think about the times that I've gone to the zoo. Mm. How can you go to the zoo? And if you have, a if You have a mind with an eternal perspective. We'll get to that more in a minute. But how can you not be in awe of God when you, within 30 seconds, you can look down and see the ant, the work of the ant, the power? We don't think about ants being powerful, right? But like they carry way more than their weight, you know, and their organization. And then you look up and see across the fence, hopefully there's a fence, the rhino. Have you been
0: to a zoo where there wasn't a fence around the (laughs) rhino? Because now you're making me second guess. You you, you wouldn't (laughs) want to be
1: looking up and seeing the rhino and not be a fence there. But think about that. Like God created the ant and created the rhino, and then there's somewhere in between that is me. The power, the display of the rhino or the hippo, the elephant, the giraffe with the ant and the bug and the doodle, the roly-polies and... Oh, the creativity of God. I mean, it's just uh it's it's just it's just amazing. And so when I think about all the works I'll give thanks to you, I just want to ask the listener, have you been to a zoo lately and given thanks to God? <laughs> like, <laughs> go to the zoo or or go to a playground or come to church and just look at the different varieties and the creativity yeah. of how God some have flowing hair, some have no hair, some have I mean it's just Anyway, it's all displaying God's creativity and His work. And so,
0: yeah, just being able to kind of look around us and acknowledge the beauty, the creativity, the magnificence of all these things that God has created around us as reflections of something that was able to create that kind of beauty that had the power to create that kind of creativity, you know, that had the wisdom to be able to to create those types of things. Like all of them just reflections of that.
1: Yeah. I'm not an artist, but there's times when I think, okay, I'm going to just kind of doodle or draw something. I usually start with the same sort of rectangle, triangle, square, whatever. (laughs) But when you look at the ant and the rhino, yeah. God's starting from two different, like, yeah. it, you know, the base is not the same. And so last night, the wind hitting our windows hard, and then this morning, the clouds twirling about, and then by 9 a.m., the sun bursting forth, and it's all telling the story of the glory of God, and it's, it's beautiful. So in this text, there's way more than just the Psalm 19 declaring the glory of God going on here. Um, there's... There's this part here in this text that says, all your saints shall bless you. I think this is key for us, no matter what circumstance we're going into, um, to be able to still bless the Lord. Saved people have an eternal perspective on things. Funerals of saved people are different. They're just different. Saved people look through a different lens. Saved people... Though they're stricken, though they grieve, they still praise God. What is that about? They still bless him. Um, have you have you noticed that? I mean, there, we should notice that. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, just even thinking about our purpose, like the, that we were designed to bring him honor and praise, like that was part of how and why he created us. Like we, we remember this like Trinitarian conversation that happened in Genesis chapter one, when he said, let us make man in our image. You know, there's like this conversation happening in the heavenly realms about how man was going to be created. He said, "What's making make him in our image and our likeness. Uh, and that's like, I mean, that's tied to both who we are and what our purpose is, you yeah. know, our identity it, and our, and our purpose. And when
1: he saves us, it's like, he opens our eyes yeah. to a whole nother level of worship and glory. Like even yeah. lost people can be in awe of who God is, but when we're saved, there's another level of, oh, wow. Um, it reminds me, one of my favorite professors I ever had was Dr. Karen Bullock Seminary and Church History. Uh, so part was the topic, but also I think it was how she taught it. So she'd spend a 50-minute class, and so at 40 minutes, she would teach on 40 minutes, and then a lot of times, not every time, but she would, she would wrap up class by closing up all the books and just basically ask, how can we see and celebrate the sovereign work of God and what we just learned? Um, Now, she didn't word it that way every time, but there was something about the wrapping up of the lesson with with the question, where are we seeing God at work and how can we glorify him? Um, It reminds me of Paul in jail in Philippians. Uh, When the enemies are trying to cancel him, he's like, whether it's from false motives or true, as long as God is as Christ is preached, I rejoice. And so there's a there's a way of blessing that comes from us who are saved. So
0: well, and I think about the fact that like you know when you look at the story of Pharaoh, there's that really explicit place where it talks about how God used Pharaoh um, in order to accomplish His purposes, and yeah. and God can use someone that's not within His people to bring Himself glory but this is like this is kind of a special unique role of the believers like the opportunity to bless God by giving him honor and praise in the way that the world isn't doing that you know i, I think about it like yeah anybody can be used by god for his glory but we're not just we're not just um something that god can use like we have the opportunity to bring him praise bring him honor bring him yeah. glory in like a joyful participating way like mm-hmm. you know a cooperative way like yeah. partnering with god in the work that he's doing in the yeah, world yeah
1: yeah it's an invitation. When we read this verse, all the saints shall bless your name. We should be asking, Am I am I doing that? Am I blessing hmm. the name? So this moves us into application. Like yeah. if, if all the heavens are declaring this and all the saints are blessing, like are are we doing are we doing that? And and so I I would say the application is simple, like plan and actually look for opportunities to to praise God, to bless God. Um, And we were talking about it a while ago when the Pharisees were trying to stifle the disciples. They were, the people were praising Jesus and he, they were getting onto Jesus. Hey, tell them, rebuke them, tell them to stop. Remember what Jesus tells them?
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. When the the rocks cry out, is that where you're you're talking about? It's like, even if, even if uh, they were to be silent and these, these rocks will cry out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, blessing of God's going to happen. Yeah. And he's like, so, so even if the rocks... You had said earlier, like, you gave, <laughs> you gave the description of how that was encouraging to you.
0: Yeah, well, because, like, you know, I, I've thought about it, like, in times when I was trying to, to you know, share the gospel with someone or whatnot and thought, man, I'm so inadequate to do this, or so many better people, and I, and I would think to myself, well, if I don't, and God can make a rock do it, I would like to think that, like, I'm more qualified than a rock. You know, I've got vocal cords, so at least, you know, on a very simplistic level, I should be able to accomplish this task. So I found it encouraging, you know, yeah, when I looked yeah. at that verse, like, yeah,
1: I can I can do better than a Rock. right so that's kind of <laughs> what this verse is saying like like if all the works are going to give thanks to the lord it, the saints especially can bless him so i would just say do that like 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 do what dr bullock led me to do in a history class at the beginning of your day at the end of the day just pause and just ask the question what is god doing today and be in awe of him Praise him for it. Bless them for it. Ten minutes I would say it it's a shame that we don't take ten minutes in the morning and ten minutes at night. Not not just reading, not just writing, not just studying. Those things are good, but I'm saying ten minutes of just God, I want to evaluate what you've done, what I've seen you do, and I want to praise you for it. So.
0: Yeah, well, and you landed right where my thoughts were starting to go too as far as application, which is that it's really hard. If you think back even what we were talking about, the, kind of the first half of the podcast of acknowledging God's greatness that, that's around us, um, it's really difficult to do that when we're constantly hurried and busied and distracted. And so I think you started to nail it when you said the necessity of pausing to do this and intentionally boxing out time to do this you know I think there's a way to live our life uh in such a way that that there's a a pace that is in sync with God's pace. You know where we're we're moving at a at a pace where we have the opportunity to acknowledge God's greatness around us because by default I think we tend to busy ourselves up and distract ourselves to the point where we will never naturally just acknowledge God around us. You know we're just going to be staring at, you know, our own belly buttons and our schedules yeah. all day and so or, it, it takes the a lot problems. of words i mean yeah or,
1: or you're just focusing on the problem that's what i learned in that history class was if we like there was a discipline in how she taught like we're shutting things down right. and we're going to praise god like again she didn't word like that every time but i that's what i picked up on was like let's not be in awe of the schisms or the crusades or the or even the martyrdom or the horrible thing like Let's be in awe of the God who's doing work, who's yeah. doing something. So.
0: Well, and I even think about, uh, you know, in our community group, we we have community group with a lot of the college students here at Grace, and one rhythm that we've tried to build in as often as we can are times of just silence and stillness, uh, which you can imagine 15 or 20 college students having to be completely silent and still for long periods of time. But I just think it's such an important practice to have... Um, those intentional times of being still and acknowledging that He is God. And I think it's a really fruitful practice, um, both corporately and personally. Um, but yeah, just the, the whole idea of pace and stillness I think are important when we're talking about recognizing God around us, blessing Him in the way that we were designed to bless Him. It's just hard to do that when I think we're moving a thousand miles an hour, and there's so many things crowding in on our attention. Yeah. I, I Maybe another way to say that simply is I can't remember many times when I was rushed and distracted and felt myself being in awe of God. It almost always happens in times where I'm carving out some time or opportunity in my day to pause and acknowledge Him
1: more intentionally. And and that's the calling. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. So Psalm 46. So that's, that's the application. Be still and bless God this week. So...
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't think that needs any more commentary from me. I thought that's a good landing place to kind of sum it all up. Uh, so we want to say thank you for listening to the Grace Slato podcast. We hope that this discussion spurs you on in your love for Jesus and your love for people this week. And we will see you next Wednesday for our episode on Psalm 145 verses 11 through 12. Do, 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 do.